Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of BS with Bella and today I have Bubba and Colin joining. We're going to be talking about mental health and the reality of being a college student, so let's get into it. So I met Colin at a bar my freshman year of college. He was Typical. completely blacked out. Never done that before. <laughs> and never I just <laughs> never seen never seen Colin blacked out before and I met Bubba through Greek life here. And how did you two meet? You and, you and sweet Colin uh, over there. We met on a Facebook group. I Snapchatted him, I think. Or like the freshman orientation Facebook groups. Oh, so the Facebook you, page. Like, yeah, when you like come into school. And we're looking for roommates. <laughs> well, I initially didn't know he was looking for more roommates. I thought he was looking for a roommate. Um, and then I asked him to be my roommate. And he was like, no, nah, I already have one. <laughs> that is true. You can, uh, you can, you can get in you. our suite. So... Um, from there, I was like, all right, this guy's cool. I wanted to be his roommate, so I might as well, being a sweet, had to get a random roommate. It was just three of us. Well, it was actually four of us, and then one kid, like, just dropped out. Yeah. Oh. My initial roommate dropped out, I think. Mm-hmm. And then we had three of us. It was me, Bubba, and Tommy. Yeah, our buddy Tommy. Oh, nice. And so that's where the friendship all began. <clears throat> yeah. Very yeah. Pretty much. Crazy fucking ride. <laughs> How has your college experience been so far? Uh, After being seniors, you're almost done. Yeah, I mean, chaotic. It's, uh, the the end is nearing. So there is a light, believe <laughs> it or not, at the end of the tunnel. There is. <laughs> the saying's true. You know, it's like been a good time, like, but I'm I'm ready to move on at this point. Mm-hmm. There's been you know a lot of shit that I've enjoyed about being down here, being in South Carolina, but. You know, I think it's time for me to, like, move on to the next phase of my life. But I'm definitely, like, thankful for everything that I've gotten to enjoy. So when you guys joined, I was a freshman, so I was, like, after COVID was, like, over, completely over. Well, kind of-ish. Like, you guys were getting back into the, like, groove of everything. It was was done down here. Yeah. Yeah. COVID COVID didn't exist. (laughs) But you guys went home in March because of it. Yes. I didn't go home. You stayed here. I stayed. I went home. So you were still a critter. Yes. <laughs> Would you guys say like that whole COVID like affected your college experience? Like, a lot. Going home or did everything kind of change? Well, that was that was your, you... that was your pledge semester. Yep. Like that, Colin joined that I semester. Joined spring twenty, so like in February. Yeah, because when I met you, you were still like rushing. You weren't really in. Yeah, I wasn't really so in. in. Yeah. So like that that was weird because I met everyone. It was like I met like. 60 people immediately started becoming friends with everyone was getting to know everyone and then everyone was just, they were just like all right go home and so it was like i had like a few friends that like i met and got close with but then i just had to like get closer with them over text for what like six months no mm-hmm. like like five months four months yeah <clears throat> and that was weird because then when you come back it's like now it's just like normal again but for the past three four months because i was in massachusetts so it was like you were completely disconnected. Yeah, I couldn't do anything. Would you guys say, I mean, for me, being in high school when I was going through all that, like, um, my mental health wasn't great, but, like, did that affect your college mental health I in mean, a way? honestly, like, I initially, COVID, I, I enjoyed myself mm-hmm. just because I stayed down here, and, like, I was with friends and good people, and I had So a you, fun. like, didn't really, like, lose? No, much. not initially. Like, it was definitely different. I felt like I lost stuff, and I lost experience, and I lost time with people, like, especially seniors who all of a sudden, like, 
I thought like in, in two weeks I was going to see them but when no. we got that initial email. But then like I haven't seen some of those guys since, yeah. which is like crazy. And you just kind of lose those relationships. Mm-hmm. But as far as like my time during the initial stages, I was down here in South Carolina working like where there was a lot less regulations. I was just going to the beach, like enjoying living with my buddies. And I know you guys were here when Greek life, like the overall Greek life. Do you think like it was affected by COVID? Because I never experienced what it was pre-COVID time. Yeah, it definitely, because I think a lot of people, I think it's stunted. And me and Bubba have had this conversation a lot. It's stunted like, like our class was like the last class that was, I don't want to say normal, but like yeah, normal, normal <laughs> to like have like a conversation with people and like yeah. socialize mm-hmm. and like losing that and like being cooped up in your house for like months, months. not having any socialization, like really affected a lot of kids like high schoolers in general because like the kids that have come down after us like when they're rushing and shit it, they're weird like there's some there's some <laughs> it's the covid kids stand, yeah like, here. yeah COVID kids are real i mean COVID we're the, we're the last like group of college seniors who like went to college before covid was yeah yeah because you guys like, like and it was like it was i experienced so it like i experienced so different. a normal semester like fall 19 like that was my pledge semester and I went through that and everything was normal fall yeah. to, like spring 20 was about to be an awesome semester cut short out of nowhere um you know I know like I may have had a good experience but like a lot of people definitely definitely didn't and would you say like your guys is like overall college do you think you gained a lot being here or did you think it like overall it's like been like eh kind of like I think I learned a lot of what not to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wh- what is that lesson? <laughs> I got a lot of stuff that out of the way. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I realized that maybe like... Made many mistakes. I did not maximize my potential in my almost four years so far, but like mm-hmm. there is a lot of good stuff that I but a lot definitely of good came learned. Out of it, yeah. You know, a lot of good relationships that were forged and a lot of lessons that... I'm glad that, you know, I've had at this point looking at the end of you know, graduation. Yeah. yeah. And did you like, what would you say that like mental health in college, like the stigma of it? Like, do you like, I know, feel like a lot of people are like, oh, mental health. But I feel like no one really talks about like the college, like stigma of mental health. Like, <clears throat> I think it's become a little too mainstream. Yeah. So mainstream. It's like, it's, it's like cool now. And yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, like, you know, also kind of a cop out for a lot of things. Yeah. Like, yes. A lot of people use it for that to their advantage, which like, I'm which I depressed. think it is like more of an issue actually yeah. now than I would say <clears throat> the whole mental health in general. Yeah, like I mean, you feel like it has issue, no worthy. But I think people use it. It's like it, it's not it's not an excuse to be shitty, you know. It's like yeah. you can't have a bad day because like everyone has a bad day. No, like, right. there's like, a difference yeah. between having a bad day and like being depressed. Yeah, yeah. A really big difference. Um, like I, I don't think people necessarily understand like the weight of those words sometimes and what they yeah. mean. So they're a lot more inclined to throw it around like when they're having certain feelings and like de- yeah, depre- I feel that depressive feelings are something that everyone has, but. You know, I, I think it definitely has become more of, like, a mainstream and sometimes, like, an excuse for people, you know. But on the adverse side of that, like, without a doubt, like, there are people, you know, that suffer, like, that are really struggling. And I think, you know, COVID, really? everything related to that, you know, was not <coughs> necessarily helping anyone, um, especially just 
that isolation, mm-hmm. you know, that lack of social interaction. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that's like the big thing that was for me because I was like fine, really, like going up to it. And then once going home, just having that shutdown and no, like, no social interaction. Like, my friends were like two minutes away and I wasn't allowed to see them. Like, especially up there, up north, it was way more. Yeah, like, it was so much stricter. Yeah, Even going home was like. And it's like having that no interaction for three yeah. months like that that does something to your brain that does something to you and like and then i was it was it was pretty rough like trying to get back into it and then mm-hmm. <clears throat> just like cause basically like i kind of just sat in my room with like when you came back to college you sat in your room no 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 like like when i was home like mm-hmm. just like i don't want to sound cliche but like me and my thoughts literally it yeah. was just like me and my thoughts in my room like like all the time and i was just like i would sit there and like and then you start yeah. thinking deep, and then it's just like yeah. it was a slippery slope. And then when I came back down, <clears throat> is when it like really got out of hand because then like I didn't really fix myself when I was home. So and you came to school like kind of broken, school, like a little, a little broken. And then we're all online with no regulations. Down and then it was here. like the drinking. Yeah, so and it was everyone, just and like bar, every, I was getting bars, clo- bars closed at eleven. Yeah, I was getting unemployment Go. checks like every weekend. That every was week, insane. Was like, I was getting unemployment. I was like, yeah, dude, unemployment last week. <laughs> it was seven eighty two. I was like, dude. I remember yeah. when your checks at eight ten would be like seventy dollars. Like, yeah, no problem, unemployment. Yeah, it was it was bad. So like that was like kind of yeah. the start, and then slowly but surely, like having people here, like yeah. to have my back and to talk me through it. Like I know Bubba talked me through like a lot of stuff. So that was good, but I mean, it was I th- definitely brutal. I think we have a very like, we've had a very open back and forth about that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I know you're very open, Bubba, about like the whole mental health. I mean, what would you, what would you say to like someone in college? Like, I mean, because I feel like with like men in general, like it, you aren't a lot, like the whole stereotype is. I mean, it's getting a little more open now, but the whole like. You need like men are not supposed to cry. Men are not supposed to feel like you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. what would you say like in a college standpoint, like advice to people. No, like like we talked about, like it's it's definitely getting a lot better. Like the conversations that people talk about. Yeah. Like I said, me and Chet have always had a very transparent, open relationship when we talk about that kind of stuff. Just because we know we can be there for each other and like someone to lean on. Mm-hmm. But you know, my issues that I've dealt with in the past, like. For me, it came out and the way that I was able to deal with them was by talking to other people about things. Yeah. Talking to them about my experience and helping them through their experiences. Yeah. So, like, making that, you know, the stigma in, in theory is kind of broken when you just actually go out and, like, do the work and actually talk to people and actually, like, make that happen. So, you know, with SIGAP and making sure all the brothers had someone to talk to and yeah. have those conversations with, um, you know, and not just talking about it and, and saying it, like, actually putting in the work and putting yeah. your money where your mouth is and mm-hmm. having tough conversations with kids. And as your chapter, like, I know you were a president and you were on exec, and I know recently you guys lost a brother, but, like, has now that been, like, a conversation you guys have had with, like, your chapter, like, being it was more be- open? It was before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've always, like, harped on it. Like, ever really since, like, he took over and, like, I, I was with him the first semester, mm-hmm. that was, like, our main focal point. Mm-hmm. And I can count on two hands how many brothers I've like sat down with and like just cried with and like talked to 
Yeah. And it's like real shit. Like, and people would be shocked like hearing this because like people like assume that like you know like frats are just like about like drinking and stuff and like. Well, you know. <clears> I mean, like I did it. Yeah, I did it. It's called balance. Yeah, it's called you the balance men. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, just to kind of like continue with that, you know, the amount of guys that I've able been had those heart to heart conversations with is is crazy, and you know that that really does help me. And there's this, I want to make it clear to guys that you know it's not unmanly to seek help and to talk to people about yeah. it. If anything, it's like being in tune with your nature and doing what's best mm -hmm. for your body and what's best for your health. Like when you go to therapy and when you talk to people, they teach you to, you know, first off, take care of your body, yeah. you know, exercise, eat well. They teach you how to deal with things in a systematic way, especially when you're dealing with anxiety and thought and depressive yeah. thoughts, you know, there's nothing unmanly about something that's like scientifically proven, proven yeah. to help you. Yeah. And like that's talking, having conversations. And with people. If it's necessary, you know, you seek professional help. And checking on, like checking in on everyone. You check, never know. Check on the home. Could be the happiest person in the room. Like you never, you never know what anyone's going through. And like to touch into college, what would you guys tell your freshman year self since like your chapter is slowly closing? What would you tell your freshman year self or give yourself <sighs> advice? like back way when you know well, I, you I, th I think I would just I would just give myself the green light again like just do it all over again because I've you kind of like it's not I don't know like I don't I wouldn't say like don't do this don't do that because yeah. like you need to do it make the mistake yeah. and learn from and it learn from so much like, I've made so many fucking mistakes here <laughs> and done so much shit and it's like and it's like good and bad. So it's like I do it and then I learn from it and I don't do it again. Yeah. And yeah. like from those mistakes, I've like made like <clears throat> from those mistakes, it's it's helped me like lead into a great direction. Even though even if the mistake was like a like a big one or a small one, it's still like kept me on the track to go forward. That's so, a good lesson. Part of the part of the character. Right? Yeah. I yeah. Would just say, like, Building the character. Yeah. I mean, unless you're not putting your like literal life at risk, I would say make the mistake because like the sun will come up the next day. Oh, and we love that. The next beer will be cracked. And <laughs> it'll be all good. I like want to tell myself, you know, to not make the mistakes because I was about to say like, you know, I'd probably go back and fix all the things that I could have fixed. Yeah. But hearing that now, like, yeah, like it, you know, it shaped who you are, though, in yeah, a sense. Yeah, like, like all the these little nuanced issues that I've had throughout my three and a half years so far, and like every little issue that I probably has built me. But you know, I would say, worry less, smile more. Yeah. You know, remember, remember, you're you're not gonna realize you're in the good old days when you're in them. So enjoy every fucking moment, because so cliche. Yeah. <laughs> We're literally just reading out of a book of cliches right now. <laughs> He's it's reading. Pretty brutal. He's reading out of yeah. right, like you know, you know me. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm I'm in a pretty awesome relationship right now, and I don't think I'd be here without making mistakes. So it's like, yeah, it's I pretty sweet. Can't can't say the same. <laughs> um, Colin loves his lady. Yeah, but like, that's like every relationship I've made at Coastal. It's like at one point it's been through an up and down. Yeah, and you just kind of have to like do it to get through it. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that was good. That was, good. <laughs> that, that, was, that. that was smooth. Do you know to get through it? Fuck yeah. That's trademark. <laughs> Hell <right> yeah. <laughs> I'm trademarking that. Um, I mean, yeah, like you, 
I feel like you have learned a little bit more about certain relationship-based things than, yeah. than I have over my time here. You know, still learning. <laughs> but um, I think like I've gotten like no so comment. much out. Like, yeah, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, but I think like from my aspect, like I've gotten so much out of like the professional development side of being in college, like taking on responsibility, like the internship that I have right now, like working within my major and like yeah. my my teachers and everything. Like that's what I will get out of this at the end of the day. Like yeah. that's what, you know, your number one priority should be. That's where I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> now like like you said, you're working within your major. Do you guys have an idea on the career paths you want to go on? It's okay if you don't, because I feel like nowadays like it's normalizing that kids are staying an extra year at college. Like, it's okay not to know, but do you guys know? Ever, I mean, like, personally. Does anyone really know? Yeah, no, yeah. One, no, no one knows, but, like, personally, I would not want to be at this school a fifth year. Yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> me, I do not want me either. I've never, I've never, like, heard of a university or a school or a college. That's so fifth many years are fifth so years. Normalized. It is. It's, it's just true. Like Coastal like, Carolina normalizes fifth years. No, it's a five-year university. Yeah, <laughs> it is. They, you know, they, they really need that money for you know the next fountain. Or they have to. Is. Yeah. It's a five-year university. Um, or the next. But yeah, like I, I I'm a public health major, poli sci minor. Do I really know for sure what I want to do? No, like government consulting, healthcare management, something in policy. I, Oh, so you want a corporate job? Well, not probably more so public sector initially, yeah. and then try to you know move. So professional the of you, so you, mm. you know, you get to wear that big boy suit. And I I do like to I like to dress up. <laughs> yeah, I'm communication, so I don't know what any of those words Bo just said. <laughs> I only know private sector from like. Me either. I kind of looked. But, I kind of just uh, like nodded. Yep. I'm I'm probably gonna do something with my life. Um, well, don't I'll, you want to be a stand-up comedian? That's where that I'm like I'm like eleven year olds like mindset right now where it's like what's the flavor of the month? So can we hear like, a joke? You know how it's well I mean that's not really how it works. <laughs> like you know how eleven year old you ask him it's just like I want to be an astronaut. Yeah. And like three weeks later he wants to just be like a line cook or something like that's where I'm at. Like two weeks ago I wanted to be I still wanted to do social media. I mean I'm probably still gonna follow that but. Mm-hmm. I do want to do stand-up. I think that would be fun. I think you would be a great stand-up comedian. and That would be on the side. A little side gig. Oh, side gig. Unless it took off. Wait. You could just Seinfeld it through life, though. Yeah. Wait, what's that um, Jersey comedian? That's really with Sebastian. Maniscalco. Yeah, like, I feel like you could be like... I feel like you, I could see you calling on stage, like for that for a little I mean, bit. I would definitely do that. Like, that's... I'm, I'm, I've been looking... I've been keeping my eye open for open mics... Oh, there's definitely, to, uh, there's definitely some down in Myrtle. Like, I well, think there is Myrtle. I'd even go. You know, a little open mic action. I just, I just think you would be so perfect for that because the amount of times that you should have been punched in the face at this yeah. school is insane, <laughs> and no one has ever hit you. Damn! The, the only no, time you've ever true. been hit in the face was when was you Peter. asked someone to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's like true. you literally asked someone to punch you, but other than that, I mean, hit me hard. You should have. You should have been rough. If so I had to pick one person to make fun of me, I would choose Colin. No, me, I, like I, 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 if it was someone I else, know. probably I not. Yeah, I don't know if I've, you really. I've definitely gotten way with way more than I should have. Um, <laughs> and I just I, <clears throat> with that, I'm just gonna say it was my charming smile and my <laughs> really cute la- laugh. Oh. And yeah, no more comments because I really should have gotten hit like multiple times. Oh really? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, like I've yeah. like witnessed it. Like there was, like, there was one point in time where I would walk around the bar and I would just say, Hey man, you got way too much ice in your drink and just stick my hand in their drink and, <laughs> and scoop out all the ice and throw it on the ground and walk away. Colin, I have seen you I think the, completely the, drunk and doing the most craziest things. The, the ketchup smear was also The ketchup a classic. smear was good. Yeah. Mm. I just put a lot of ketchup on my fingers and wipe it on kids' faces. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of stuff that yeah. I've done yeah. that I don't like. Your shirt's been off in a lot of places. Yes. <laughs> Will say. <laughs> He's giggling. Sorry, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get. I, uh, Colin, I think you are probably one of the funniest people I know. Like, truthfully, I think you're one of the same. Funniest. Without it, without a doubt. Without a doubt. My 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 dad has met Colin one time and like still thinks he's like one of the funniest people he's ever met. My brother, who's never met him before, no, follows my, him on Instagram <laughs> and thinks Colin is the funniest person he's ever I, met. Oh. Colin was my parents came for my twenty first birthday and we were all at eight ten. Colin was blacked out, like gone, like lights on, nobody's home. And he's singing karaoke. My parents didn't even say hi to him. They just thought he was so funny. The way that he was performing on that open mic. I think I'm you were saying sure One Direction rub, or something. I'm pretty sure I was rubbing my nipples, too. <laughs> Which, I've been doing this funny little skit where I make my nipples way unproportionally sized. <laughs> and I just want to make the statement that they are not that big in real life. This is this is actually some of the finest work I've ever seen because you actually can't find a picture of him on his Instagram shirtless without his nipples edited. So like it's You edit your nipples? You, you can't even. Yeah. You can't even. Like on Photoshop? Yeah. yeah. I, photo, I Photoshop them. They're You're massive. lying. No, have yeah. you ever okay, seen normal, let's normalize men using Photoshop. Yeah, have you ever seen any picture of me shirtless on my Instagram? My uh, nipples are Colin, huge. Uh, no, I mean, uh, Bubba's posted one when you guys were on a boat. Oh, Don't see, look at that. Yeah, see, look, that, <laughs> that was before the see, surgery. that one doesn't count. That like, was before the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> the Photoshop surgery? Yeah, that was before I, I paid subscription to Photoshop. Yeah. How much was it? I don't know, I got the student one. It was like nine ninety nine a month. Nice. Nice. Bargain. Throw it on the credit card. Pay <laughs> <laughs> that later. That is not real money. Make that, I think credit make that cards are... statement. That's the American dream, you know? You just mm-hmm. put it on the credit card. On the credit card, on the credit card uh, statement. How do you think the drinking culture is at Coastal? Like, unreal. Horrible. Horrible. Unreal. Um, it's the only thing to do, and it's centered around it. And there's no beach. I don't care what anyone advertises the school. The beach is 35 minutes away. It's not like it's... Well, I mean, if you don't hit any traffic, you can get down there in 25 I, I think this school's marketing team deserves all the money in the world. For <laughs> I, I heard it best the other day. Uh, it is the most catfish school in America. No, it is. Nice. It's yeah, unbelievable. It is. The campus is Shout out Aaron Keel for that one. Oh, that, oh, that's he, he called Coastal Carolina a catfish of the century. It is. Well, the campus is beautiful, but oh, it's so nice. they market it like this huge school like football stadium so nice but like you need a car you do you do need a car i've learned that the hard way my freshman sophomore year i couldn't do anything anything. poor bubba had to be in a car with me and my dog for what 18 hours to go i think we did i think we did 18 hours yeah from between there and back yeah and because i didn't didn't have a car now i do but you need a car to work to make money it's not like well especially if you're coming from like everyone comes from the north too so like if you're gonna unless you're gonna fly home every time like you need to be able to drive back and forth like it's not i feel like there's no kids from south carolina here i know like four a few this is very out of state school yeah well colin that's a great but like 
Sorry. <laughs> Going back to the catfish part, like that is a very good. It's, he said it. He was. I heard him say it, and I said, "I've I've never heard a like a correlation so perfect." Because it's like it's in between two major highways. They don't. Yeah. They can't go anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious how they landlock themselves, <laughs> but they still manage to every year break records for most people like applicated. Mm. That's they had insane. to put kids. They had to put kids in a hotel like twenty minutes away because yeah. they had to. They didn't have enough room. And there's no parking on campus in Exhibit A, in well, another library we don't need. I've also I came up with a theory that uh, Conway, South Carolina, is a is simulation. Like, it's like Wakanda, where in the fact that you have to know about it <laughs> for it to exist, and if if you don't know about it, it doesn't exist. If like. You have to know someone who comes here. You have to be like related. You have to come here, and it's like you're just driving down 501, and you like emerge into this bubble, and it's just Conway. It's the simulation. I'm telling you, the like, vortex. There's, there's no, there's no rules. There's nothing. It's it's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Well, I mean, that's what happens like when you bring like, you know, ten thousand you know, triple digit SAT score kids to like one campus. That's like, true. It's like you know, the kid got a 2.2 in high school. But we're going to accept him because his parents are willing to pay forty grand a year. 41%, baby. Yeah. Well, listen, I didn't do too hard on my ACT. Let's not shit on the well, kids I mean, with the ACT no, scores. Plenty, plenty there's plenty of kids here who are very well qualified. And that's why they're What'd here. What did you get on your ACT? They get scholarship money and all that shit. I didn't, I didn't take SA, ACTs. I took SATs. What'd you get? 1390 Oh, damn. Colin? <laughs> Who knows? I think I got like a, I think I got like a thirteen something, then I got like twenty seven on my ACTs. I guess I'm the only one that didn't do too hot on this Dude, couch. Uh, yeah, Massachusetts and New Jersey public schools, man. I got waitlisted to Harvard and <laughs> you got waitlisted to Harvard, my yeah. my ass. So I decided to come to Coastal. Mine was between here and FSU. I don't know like what guidance counselor at my high school was like. Yeah, we're going to just let this kid apply to one school, Coastal Carolina. My guidance counselor told me the school is a reach. <laughs> and I, I wish I listened. <laughs> well, I, I still can't believe she told me that. Wait, she told you the school is a reach? She uh, told, no me, she told me there's that the no school way. is a reach for me and that I probably wouldn't get in. How? It's I don't know. Coastal <laughs> Carolina. This isn't like. It's Harvard of the South. It's Harvard of the South. It's Harvard of the South. 41%. Yeah, I mean, people do, they do, like, let people in with subpar standards, and then they come to school here, and then, like, some of the degree programs are actually, like, hard, and then they just fuck up really bad, but Harvard of the South. Coastal Carolina is literally a vortex, a simulation. I feel like Greek life here is a simulation, because we're so much... We're drinking clubs. They're not Greek life. We're I drinking mean, club with letters. I, <laughs> who sometimes clean see, up shit over his head. Who sometimes do things. That's, you know, that's like hard for me to accept the reality of that sometimes. But I feel like you guys, be, when I was in a sorority, and you guys are still in a fraternity, I feel like there's a lot of double standards in some things. Like, I feel like guys get... What do you, what got, do you mean? Like, like, girls' functions are a lot stricter stricter than guys. Well, I mean, that often has to do with, like, how, like, your nationals, like, oversees you, how your advisors oversee you, and, like, your advisors probably follow things by the book when, more often than not, a fraternity one's not going to. Yeah, I, I could see. 
you know, it's just... And you being president, have you gone, like, responsibilities? I mean, yeah, it was... Learned a lot? I started that, you know, COVID, sophomore year. Mm -hmm. Did it until last November, like, this previous November. So, two years of of president, it was, you know... the FDR of SIGEP, just without the polio. Yeah, no polio for me, but... No polio. it, It felt like it was... A really, like I feel like I aged like a million years, honestly. But I feel like you did too. I feel like now that you you're not president, have. you're so much calmer. Because I feel like when I would see you at parties, you'd be like, and I'm, well, fine. Well, I'm, I'm like, fine. I'm fine. I'm like actually like a control freak. And like I need to like keep myself. And Colin had the most important job on Sega. I did. I was a backbone of uh, communication. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> VP of communications. Me too, Colin. I feel you. Yep. Communicated very well. <laughs> Instagram spotless. And that yeah, was he, a, that he, was about it. Yeah. I think his first act as VP of Com was to like make fun of me for being short on the Instagram. Oh, and I nailed it. Yeah, no, right on the head. And I was like, all right, I can't even be mad. Respect. You know, fraternity, you can try to be as, I guess, hard and hard ass about it as possible, and like try to take it seriously as, you know. You want to, but at the end of the day, like people are gonna do what they're gonna do. Guys are gonna want to party and drink and and have a good time and and do what most college boys do, especially at this school. I mean, especially with four bars within a half a mile radius. You can walk circle, to any bar. Circle K yeah. behind circle freshman dor- dorms, where you can just go in with any piece yeah. of plastic <laughs> and get a, a, a rack of beer. Head down to the three dot, and they barely even look at it. Like it's, you know, you, you can't you can't stop. Yeah. I think I was denied once, and I convinced the guy to let me in, and he did. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever been denied, like when I had one. I gave one up before. To an officer of the law. And he was probably like, "Yeah, this is pretty good." Yeah, and then you know he let me go go on. Just let you walk. Yeah. But you know, it is it is like crazy, like how. Some of the kids just come and get corrupted like so quickly. I mean, it happened to me. I remember like my dad like used to have like a link to my bank account so you could see like my statements or whatever. Yeah, my parents still do that. So um. and and, well, my one account I do, but my other one I don't. And my dad goes like the first week he called me, he's like, "We had some bar last night," and he's like, "Yeah, dude, I knew I already lost you." Don't do drugs, kids. My uh, freshman year, I had like. Nine statements in a row that just said eight, ten billiards and bowling. <laughs> and my mom asked me why I was going to a bowling alley so much, and I told her I joined a bowling league. You did not tell her that. <laughs> yeah. You said you bowl at eight, ten as a bowling league. I told her I joined a bowling league, and that's why I go there so much. Yeah. But that was shortly ended because I told her that they had one dollar blue moons on tap, and she goes. Are you fucking serious? I said, yeah. She goes, a dollar blue moon? That's awesome. Like, it was preposterous. Like, a, like a full, like, you'd get a pint glass of any domestic beer for one dollar. It was ridiculous. All, all, all hours Even 810 with the bull rock pictures used to be, like, 13 bucks. And now it's like, you go in there for one beer. Yeah. For a Bud Light, it's, like, fucking I think it's four dollars, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it was insane. You could get... Blue moon is, like, not cheap anywhere. Like they used ever. to have a happy hour from four to seven. It was dollar domestics. And then it would stop from That's four right. to from seven to ten. Oh my god! I remember. And it would it would go back to regular price, which was two dollars. And then from ten to close, it would be happier hour and go back down to one dollar. And so you would, and then there were so many people that like they couldn't keep track of tabs or anything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So it would just be like you'd pay oh like my God, I remember six dollars and have like fifteen blue moons yeah. and just throw up everywhere. <laughs> my mm. face was so fat. I was I looked like I was like fucking smuggling shit in my mouth. <laughs> that's that's when I started putting weight on when we started going to eight ten. Like mm. eight ten is still my shit though. I don't care what anyone says. It's, no, it's it's just been there ever since now. So because I'm over the tongs. <laughs> like I'm sorry, those drinks are just watered down. Yeah, I mean, I'm... A10, I could go to A10 any night. I just drink, I just drink beer now, so... I might go to A10 tonight. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, I can't. <laughs> Money. No, I just, I, I can't. It's also like a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> See, the drinking culture here, I feel like it's... No, there's people out tonight, I know that for a oh, fact. Really? You can go to any bar and it'll be sure at least 100 people yeah. at some bar. There'll you know what I've learned, though? Coastal Carolina's bars are so much cheaper, even like... Broadway yeah. or the Inlet compared to other schools. Like my friend who came to visit me oh, at yeah, Charleston dude. was like um, a margarita, huge picture, a pitcher at Crocodile Rocks for twenty bucks. She's like, um, I pay twenty dollars a drink. Well, Charleston, you, it, I mean, I haven't been there, but I know from what I've heard, you walk in and like expect to be out a hundred dollars. Like Charleston, oh. ridiculous. I actually very funny story. Uh, there was one one weekend my sophomore year, me and my two friends went down to Charleston because we thought a weekend away from Conway would be good. No drinking, no nothing. Um, we got down there, went out to lunch. We got a pitcher of beer and ended up bar hopping the entire day. And we went to the last bar and <clears throat> I there was a wedding party in there. Oh, you crashed a wedding? No, 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 no. It was like the after party. Like They got married and they all went out. And I ended up buying... A round of green tea shots, because in Conway, green tea shots are made with shitty well whiskey and <laughs> shitty well liquor, and they're $2, and it's disgusting. So, I, that's why I, 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 was, I was a rookie drinker. I didn't know. Apparently, green tea is made with uh, Jameson, and so I, brought, I bought 15 green tea shots at $7 a piece. So you do the math. That's like a hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> just that, on was, shots. Is that off your head? Is that accurate? No, it, I remember it. It was one hundred and twenty-one dollars. Fifteen times seven. I think. Do it. Fifteen times seven. Do the math. Also, for anyone watching my YouTube video after this, my camera has died. Well, card has been full three separate occasions. So if you see the video smashed together, that's why. Um, um, true. 105 plus tip. Yeah. 105 plus tip. So, so you spent like 140 at least. That was just on shots. But <laughs> that was actually, that was also, that was the last bar of the night. And I ran my bank account dry. So my card declined. Mm. And thankfully, my friend from home who happened to go to Charleston came out with us. And she, like she ended up uh, paying for it. You suck. And then for the next like month and a half, every time I'd get my unemployment money, from Daddy Donnie, I would just Venmo her. I would just send. Mo, I would just Venmo her like forty bucks at a time to pay her back. Oh, what? Yeah, that'll do it. But the waitress came over with my check and she handed it to me, and I said, "Excuse me, this is wrong. I got green tea, not Jameson." And she's like, and she looked at me and said, "You're definitely nineteen. <laughs> and also, were you nineteen? Yeah. She was like, also, we make. She goes, "Yeah, Jameson is how you make green tea." I said, "Well, shit." So, yeah, don't it's get green the tea. Conway. Don't go to just don't go to Charleston. I'm going to Charleston now, Preppy but I'm not going to be the bags. one that orders a, 
40 green tea shots. It's I mean, 15. I just know, like, I just know that if I go down for the weekend, like, a couple hundred bucks at least. Yeah, you have to expect Talk that. about gas, too, you know, like, it's going to be, it's going to yeah. be, I mean. I'm excited. I'm going to Charleston to go see my best friend, Emily. It is fun. So, yeah. I haven't been there yet, so. Keith, it's a fun like, time, but it's just there, training. Keith lives there. It's going to be fun. Yeah. But I won't pull a call in, for sure. Yeah. Limit the green tea shots to two. But again, two Vortex. Prices are different than anywhere else. They are. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, like Philly, Philly's mad expensive when I'm home. Yeah. It's super So expensive. is Jersey. Oh. I only go to one bar in Boston, and they have dollar Bud Lights all the time. Oh, that's so nice. That's the only bar. It's okay, just literally just a hangover waiting to happen. Um, when I went to Jersey on Thanksgiving my Eve, my first Thanksgiving Eve, my bill was, I think I got a vodka soda with lime juice, and it was $15, and I got two, and I was like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, yeah. this ain't Conway anymore. I mean, yeah. Growing up, it's not a problem when you have a credit for card. people from Coastal, growing up is realizing that like if you're going to go out pretty much anywhere else, you're going to spend $100 on like a serious night. Do you guys see yourself coming back for alumni weekend? Like, Would you 100% do Hell that? Yes. Yeah, of course. Hell yes. Just like that Every month. year? I need, or my, no? I need to put my liver to the test. No, I'll, I'll, I think I'll, I'm definitely going to come next year, and then it'll be like, what's everyone doing from year to year, kind of. Like who's I wish now. I was leaving this place. Well, because I feel like it's a love hate. Yeah, it's a love hate. I feel like you love to hate when it. I came here. I grasped like to the older kids. Like yeah. I became friends with you guys. I became friends with like Gina and all them. And then that's yeah. how I met my boyfriend. So I just feel like I grasped to all the older kids. And when you guys leave, like I don't. I realize they like today. Or last week that like I don't have a lot of kids my age that I'm friends with. That's that's how it goes though. Like we've both yeah. gone through that. Like and like, I'm like shit. Like we who also, do I hang out with? I went like, through a big time The four last people year. I know. Yeah, like you definitely went through it a little more last year than big I time did. Last but like year. I went through it two really years bad. ago, like, like after COVID. Yeah, pretty much after COVID, I guess too. Like, yeah, like, last year was tough, or like the beginning yeah. of this year, because it was like I was really close with a lot of the seniors who graduated yeah. last spring. Spence, Luke, and so like coming back, it was like. What the fuck? Yeah. Quick yeah. audible. Literally. Well, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. I mean, sorry, but my YouTube video will be multiple clips smashed because my camera decided to come be full and then overheat. So Perfect. there's that. that. There's that. Sounds but like thank you, Bubba and Colin, for coming on BS with Bella, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Of course. Easy. Bye.